Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to play Runners tonight. It's two months in a row, so we're on a streak now. Yeah, I'm just going to kick it over to Jesse and we'll figure out what happens. All right, well, before we figure out what happens, we have to know what happened. So, and luckily That's it you. hasn't been a, it hasn't been a year. Exactly. It hasn't been a year, so we actually can do that without without guessing. So yeah, last time the three of you started your first official run, making your way out into the burnts of Sabatha. Uh, this area is a very commercial region uh, with the a, a mega mall dropped right in the center and a bunch of kind of commercial and office areas built up around it. A little bit of residential, but mostly like large apartments and condos and things like that. You made your way to the outskirts of the Mega Mall where you blasted and your way down into the tram, uh, the tramway, managed to uh, short circuit and override the electrical system there so you could catch a tram over to the other side of the, the mall. Saved yourselves a ton of time, ton of radiation exposure, ended up working in your favor. Got to the other side, made your way out and uh while patrolling through while making your way through the city proper at that point through one of the uh commercial districts came across some toppled buildings that hadn't been registered on the map before attempting to make your way around realized that you were kind of in a parking lot area that funneled through and you were basically in a trap zone right you were like in a purposeful funnel zone where you were approached by a couple of people um, up in a building. After some warning fire and some brief discussion back and forth, uh, Smokey flashed a little, uh, using a little bit of his knowledge and kind of flashed a badge that he had been given to by a barkeep. And they kind of waved him on through. Uh, at that point, you were escorted to a large metal facade structure underneath an overpass bridge that uh, went over a uh, dried out riverbed area. Very similar to like the, the LA river that has been built up with, with concrete structure and everything like that. Though this one long dried out, you know, scrub growing and everything. Uh, so at that point they uh, kind of gave you a little bit of a wave doors open uh, and we were uh, about to escort you into the scrub so we'll start there uh, they have all three of you kind of gathered in front of this massive I would say thrown together it looks like you know scrap metal anything that they could find kind of layered up on top of each other to create this large wall structure. While it does look like, you know, scraps and junk and everything had been used to put it together, it seems as though it was constructed very well. Uh, you know, there's no gaps. It doesn't look haphazardly done. Uh, it looks like the engineer uh, and the mechanics who put this together did a good job. So after a few moments you begin to hear some kind of cranking and turning of gears that begins to shutter the wall as then a small doorway probably about 
10 feet tall, one of the sections of it begins to slide slowly, uh, slowly open to create probably about a four or so foot wide doorway. Is there uh, somebody in front of us, somebody behind us? I don't remember. No. So um, you have, oh, that's So one of the, uh, one of the, the people in the suits had kind of come down to escort you. Yeah. Uh, the other one is, was up in the buildings. You haven't seen the, uh, you haven't seen them since this other person kind of uh, started to walk. Okay. Although you're pretty sure they probably have a sight on you from somewhere. Yeah, there's definitely some sort of Overwatch happening. Yeah, well, Huxley yeah. wouldn't know that. <laughs> so the uh, the person in the suit that had escorted you kind of walks ahead and just kind of gives you a wave over their shoulder okay. as like you know, like beckoning you, beckoning you to follow them. So uh, I'm assuming I... Smokey was in the lead, right? Because he was the one that flashed the um, he flashed the coin, yeah, to sure. show them, and that's when the door opened, right? Or when they didn't shoot us, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Smokey, old, you know, he'll he'll slide that back into his suit. I'm sure there's some kind of spot he can slide it into, and then you know, kind of look back at Sachi and Huxley and kind of shrug and turn around and start following the person in. And so you said it's like a four foot wide. He'll kind of joke. He'll kind of joke a bit. Or no. so he'll kind of like turn himself sideways and like kind of shimmy in through the, through the thing, just, you know, trying to lighten the mood a bit when he looks back to, to the other two, it may, it may get, it may get a bit hairy, but you know, he's trying to break the tension a bit. Yeah, and Huxley follows along. I mean, you, you're going in, so it must be fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the old man of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Zuchi figures if if you know something goes down, Smokey would be the first one to go, so he'll be fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll block I'll block the I'll block the the egress, not the ingress. So right, yeah. there you go. So yeah, they um they lead you in, and uh, it's fairly dark inside, so you can't see too much. Though you see kind of spotted dim lights here and there, almost like almost like nearby starlight. That you can see as you begin to get to the door. Is it because it's under the underpass? Or we don't know that yet, right? I guess until we get in. Well, it looks, I mean, it it definitely looks like a, uh, like a flicker of, of like LED light, of like, of like light bulbs and things like that, but very dimly lit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as you begin to kind of walk through, as you clear the doorway, and get to the other side, you're suddenly, you can feel the pressure around you a little bit as a wave of air comes kind of rushing down and hitting your suit. Almost like walking, like walking through a waterfall of air. Kind of like when you walk inside to like a building at Disney World, how you just suddenly (laughs) hit with the air conditioning. I think Huxley starts a little bit, right? Because I don't know that that's something that we would have in Ingram, right? Like, it's probably some sort of a decon thing. Like, I know that, but I don't know that Huxley would have have that sort of sense. So, like, he just kind of, whoa, you know, guys. (laughs) Right, because, I mean, especially in Ingram, like, 
a little higher. Well, definitely a lot higher tech than the scrub. But, you know, even for even as as null zones go, it's still a little on the more high tech side. So, you know, <clears throat> your your decon is probably like, uh, you know, infrared UV lights, like all that kind of like heat, like they it's all yeah. that kind of stuff. So you don't necessarily have to deal with this kind of, you know, low technology on your end. Yeah. So he just starts kind of like looking looking around like what the fuck yeah so are our sensors still reading yeah you know, like the tracking you know we <clears throat> we can see where we've come from you know the gps kind of built into the our tracking oh, yeah. and stuff does that so that still seems to be working it's not like anything's been shielded or correct blocked yeah. or anything okay um yeah and even um who is it's smoky that has the um the gauge right Smoky have the Geiger counter, you mean? The Geiger, yeah. No, I I left it behind because that would. Oh, that's right, yeah. I think I have it. All right, yeah. So you'll even see. So once you can, yeah. So once you kind of walk through and you hear that door slide behind you, your counter drops. You know, so it's not a. There's still some radiation. Obviously, you know, there's always background radiation that these will pick up, and it's more than that but it's not a super significant amount um how many you all have comm units right yep yeah all right just to get a sense so it's not it's this is something more i guess more flavor than anything else right but what kind of external sensor do you have like you know you probably can't necessarily feel through your suit but do you have you know like a microphone on the outside or something like a way that you can hear things going outside or is it just you know whatever makes it through your suit makes it through your suit i would think and you two let me know if you disagree i would think there would be you would have to have something to hear the ambient right if we're going on a run and we're expecting Mm -hmm. to be attacked whether that is some kind of yeah, you know, like Mike on the outside that then feeds back into the comms or, you know, there there has to be some kind of mechanical, mechanical as in mechanics of yes, the yeah. suit um, to be able to hear around you other than just us talking to each other, right? Because it's not like we're in space where there's nothing there. Yeah. Right, um, yeah. So I would assume there's some kind of, you know, some kind of sensor or anything built in to, to hear around you, whether that's all the time or it's like you know noise canceling headphones where you turn it up and down right yeah um, i would assume there's a bit of something that we can hear you know what's around us sounds good all right uh cool in that case uh how about all three of you go ahead and give me a health roll okay uh be a it's called a three i got a three. <laughs> oh, got a five nice i also got a five Oh, there we go. So we have two yes ands and a yes but. Or no. Uh, yes but. No yeah, but. Hit it, oh, hit yes but because you hit it on exactly. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the yes but first. So Hux, uh, well, all three of you are suddenly hit by the kind of echoing clang sound of this environment. It's just 
incredibly noisy in here. You know, the it, it, it seems to be almost like a steel enclosure. So every sound in this area just echoes and pongs off every surface to the point where it just seems like an endless loop of noise. So Hux, you don't, you're not hurt by it. You know, it doesn't necessarily disrupt your hearing, you know, so it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, but it's very disorienting. Right. Um, it makes you more skittish. Like, turn the volume down like, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to the point where I'll give you, I'll give you the option. You can either kind of take a hit to your awareness of what's around you with this kind of ponging constantly, or you can just turn off ambience for your, for your suit. Downside of that is, you know, you'll, so you'll still be focused in terms of your hearing and your awareness, but you won't be able to actually hear anything outside. Uh, I think he would automatically, I think he would just turn it down, right? Like it's so overwhelming. Like I mm-hmm. think he just turns it. Sounds it good. It has to be off then off then. Right. Cause it's just like so overwhelming. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, it's even, so as soon as that kind of hits, you're just like, ah, boop, turn it off. You can still hear even with the, even with the mic off the, the subtle sound, you know, like, like driving with the windows up, you can still hear the the, the wind going through, but mm-hmm. it's not nearly as bad. Right, right. Um, and he's just kind of like shaking his head and kind of like taps on the... Zuchi <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Smokey, though. So you hear this and, you know, Hux is I'm not going to necessarily call him upper class, right? But, you know adopted by a doctor, all that kind of stuff. Not really used to the, to the noise, the grind of, of life kind of, especially in Ingram. The two of you though, you know, you're used to at the very least being around near the mines, right? A smoky, you actually even worked in the mine for a little bit at one point, right? Mm -hmm. So you're used to this kind of sound. Yeah. So not only does it have no effect on you, and and Smokey tries to hear if there's any kind of rhythm to it, right? Does it sound like machinery or does mm-hmm. it sound just like we're in somewhere that's trap sound? Sounds good. Yeah, um, there actually does seem to be a rhythm to it. There is the kind of chaotic random sounds of, you yeah. know, people walking on metal platforms and you know, doors closing and opening and things like that. But in the background of all that, there is this actually probably a few different beats of noise that you can hear coming from different places. Okay. So there's like a pattern to, there are some patterns to it. Yeah. It sounds, it it sounds almost like the, like the, the, the constant drumming of a motor, you know? So you have that constant like do, 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 do. And it, it's coming from a few different places. Okay, we'll let Zuchi go, and then Smokey has Zuchi. something he wants to say. I think that because Zuchi had such a large family that he's just <laughs> used to noise, you know, just like everything's kind of going on, and, you know, if if a visitor comes over, they're just like, whoa, what is happening? You know, it's like this over here and that over there, and Zuchi's yep. just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's Uncle Jim, and that's whatever, and 
Yeah. So I think that for Zuchi, I think, or for Zuchi, uh, I think what I want to do is if there's a specific time when all this noise is happening and I want to pinpoint what is what's going on in one area, I think I want to point that out if that if it's something that comes to it. Sure. So if like someone's talking in a corner and I'm like, oh, they're obviously not talking loud enough for anyone else to hear. But because I'm kind of used to it, I can kind of pinpoint and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're talking about that. Yeah. Almost like um like a like a teacher or something who can hear like specific conversations and things like that through all the background noise. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, what I'll do is I'll actually kind of take that and um when it when it's at a, a good time to kind of drop that out, we'll do that. Sounds good. So we're all still right. we're still following someone, right? There's that one person yes. who let us in. Yeah. Um so I'll kind of you know, look over to them and I'll turn back and see Huxley being a bit not shaken, you know, but he obviously he's a bit perturbed by the noise and I'll just make a comment that, you know, um, is there any way you can turn down the industrial music? Uh, you know, you're kind of freaking the kid out behind me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the person who led you in actually now turns around and, you know, they have their kind of scrap together suit that they're wearing and they, hit a couple of fl- uh, a couple of levers and you see the suit kind of decompress a little bit and they take off the helmet and it's a girl maybe 17 18 years old short red hair super curly though um her face is a combination of freckles and pock marks and scars all around and she looks at you you know, and she can see your mouth moving and everything through your helmet. And she kind of just waves her hands in front of her and then points to her ear. And you can see that she has a, what's it, what's it called? Uh, earplugs in. And at that point, she actually turns, you know, one other person comes up to her kind of in a huff. And she begins to talk to them in sign language. Okay. So, um, yeah, as you um, look, you actually see the other person, you know, at first it kind of looked like they were just wearing earmuffs, mm. but it's very clear after you look at it for a moment that no, they're actually wearing like ear protection. So I'm guessing that I'm not guessing I'm asking do any of us understand what sign language is. Is it just, you know, is it like standard ASL or is it, you know. (laughs) um military code you know is it you know something they created for themselves uh go ahead and give me a intellect check and we'll do we'll do kind of like a gradiated check here three three all right um yeah it's you've all right well so being from you know for for your short stint that you worked in the mines because I think we talked about how, how Smokey's kind of done a little bit of everything before this. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, uh, you've actually seen people use a similar mode of communication in the mines like this before. And you recognize a few of the gestures. Yeah. You don't know what they're saying, but you kind of get that there's at least a shared origin 
with this. So chances are she probably didn't create this. She didn't come up with this. Um, But there's a good chance that whoever started this scrub or someone who eventually came along after the scrub was created probably came from Ingram and was a minor. Okay. So I'll, you know, I'll look to the two that are talking and, you know, I noticed, you know, her pointing to her ear and obviously I can maybe catch a bit of a snippet or whatever and just understand that it is some kind of cant that they're using. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of look back to the other two and just shrug and just, you know, point to her ear and then point to my ear and then, you know, point to the other two. <laughs> I'll make it real basic. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so after they're done talking very briefly, she kind of looks back to the three of you and goes, you know, one, two, three, points at the three and waves you on. Okay. Mr. Zuchu, what are they what are they saying? Do you know? Is it okay? I, I can't no. hear anything. I, I had to turn the speakers in. It's so loud in here. Well, you know what I think I think what's happened is they're talking with their hands. And unfortunately, I don't know how to do that. That's something I've always wanted to learn, but nothing I've ever really been able to get to. So I will, once Uchi's done, I will, you know, on the comms, obviously just with the three of us and just say, mm-hmm. um, they're just using some kind of signs, um, obviously with how loud it is here. Huxley, obviously you, uh, <laughs> you can tell how loud it is. I get the vibe that it's some kind of, um, you know, signals they used that miners used and the chances are that um, wherever it started was originally from Ingram. So I don't know how long ago that was. Don't know who it was, but these may be, um, you know, the scrub may have started with some people, you know, back where we're from sometime in the past. Why would they leave? Why would they leave Ingram and and come out here? It's, it's, It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> either they were running from something or they found something to send back. So I guess every keep your eyes peeled. Uh we don't have to necessarily keep our ears peeled, but uh, you know, just keep your eyes open, see if we see anything. Obviously there's so, there's something here to to cause someone to to make that to make that decision. So let's see if uh see if we can get any more information and see if it pays off for us. Okay. Is it okay to turn the speakers back on? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Let, let's see if we get some protection. Or get to a quieter area. And, you know, I'll just start following. Is it the one or two of them that are that are going on? Who waved us forward? Uh, just the one. Just the, one. Just the okay. girl. Yep. Okay. And just follow along. Sounds good. So, yeah, you're walking. Th- uh, she's kind of leading you through. The place isn't huge. You know, probably, uh, I'd probably say about 200 200 to 250 feet long or wide, depending on how you're looking at it. And about as deep as like a six lane highway. So probably about 50 or so feet deep. And it looks like they've kind of encased underneath this bridge on both sides with these giant steel walls. Is there any opening at all to the sky or have they built it out so that it's like a giant room? 
No, yeah. So it's basically the what if you when you look up, all you see is the the structure of the bridge above mm. you. Okay. Uh, and it looks like they've kind of they've basically built vertically in this area. So you have a bunch of floors going up, and the height of this the height of it is probably about eighty to one hundred feet tall. Okay. So, and so, you see, you know, that starlight that you were seeing before is basically just a ton of LED lights that kind of give a general lighting to this area. They are kind of slowly like flickering and fading in and out with the, the gentle power that they have running into this place. And just from where we came from the mall, right? We went to the mall, mm-hmm. we took the tram, we walked across the giant parking lot, and then we came on this. So this isn't like hours away from Oh, it is, we yeah. Were. Yeah, oh, it so, okay, after, so after you left the mall, you walked for for quite a few more hours before Okay, so we did walk this. away from them, yeah. then we found this open area. Okay, I, just, I was trying to map out how far away, if this was like part of that whole complex or uh, gotcha. something different. Cool. Yeah, if you think of Sabatha kind of like, um, you know, the the downtown of any the like the commercial area of any large city. OK, right. Gotcha. So there's, you know, sections and districts of commercial area built up all around. OK, so and then and then throw that to like a thousand as, you know, human civilization grew over 200 years, yeah. <laughs> you know. So Smoke will just be looking around, you know, so he'll check out what the, you know, the lights are and just seeing if he's just taking in everything, right? He's looking around to see if he can see mm-hmm. any machinery, any other people, you know, he's just keeping, keeping alert as, as he's following. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a, uh, God, what are we calling it now? Let's say, you know, uh, an awareness. awareness. Yeah. Can I can I also do that, or do you want to just do? Yeah, one? sure. Like, I would be yeah, looking. Yeah, if you want to, anyone people. who basically wants to be looking around, go ahead and do so. And we'll okay. do this on another. We'll we'll set the base at three, but we'll kind of do like a gradiated after that, if you want. I got a six. Nice. The six and two ones. <laughs> <laughs> six is all that matters in core, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I got a three. All right, <laughs> again, <laughs> Mister Smokey told me to look around, so I'm looking around. Right, <laughs> keep my eyes peeled. I think so. He said, "I don't. Th- I don't think Zitchy would actually be doing anything right now. I think he's just kind of taking it in and not, not really like focusing. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he's in immediate danger, so he's not really <laughs> right. like searching for anything at the moment. So he's just kind of, mm-hmm. just kind of there. So." The old guy flashed Sounds the good. coin. We're all right. Well, yeah. as I say, old guy, old guy yeah. is 33, so I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. you're ancient. <laughs> so the older guy. <laughs> Especially for a runner. Uh, so, yeah, Smokey's looking around and, um, you know, you get a, a, a the, the general scope of what's happening. You know, you yeah. see wires running everywhere. You see, the one of the big things that you kind of catch is that there are a collection every probably every 30 or so feet of wires bundled together uh, running up to the bridge. And then 
they kind of disappear into the, like the infrastructure of the bridge above you. Mm. Um, especially it's pretty dark up there and everything. Um, but you see probably about half a dozen or so of these collections as various wires from this scrub are run up and then into the darkness. Okay. So the, um, Hux, you're kind of looking around. You also kind of are very, you know, aware of the, the, uh, the power system and everything that's here, but you know, you're trained underneath a doctor, you know, you have some medical skill and everything like that. And your interest is a little more into the people I'm assuming. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so in general, everyone here seems to be in pretty good health. One of the things that you really begin to notice though, is that the oldest person that you see, you know, nobody else, you know, you're in a scrub, so nobody's walking around in suits or anything. You can see people's faces and everything. Um, the oldest person you see seems to be maybe mid twenties, but you know, living in a scrub in the middle of the, of the burnt, like you're going to age a little fast. eh? You're going to look older than you are a little more grizzled anyway. So, you know, you're assuming that maybe the oldest person that you've seen is like between 22 and 25. Hmm. And if you have a, another little detail you want to throw out. I have to do my butt when you're done, so. No. <laughs> um, can, can, I, can, I, can I hold that as like a plus one on sure. something? Yeah. Right? So like how many people do I see? Like, is there a lot of people? Is there like 10 people? No, there's a, there's a few there's a few dozen people that you've seen, you know, several dozen, let's say you're, you're seeing less than a hundred people, but probably in like the, the 50 to 80 range. Okay. If you had to, if you had to be like, okay, well there's this many people around me right now, this it's this big, you know, you've seen a bunch of people. So you'd probably put their numbers at between 50 to 80. Okay. Hey Hawks, what do you see there, kid? Um, well, there, there's, um, uh, Maybe about a hundred people here, but um, I th- I think that the oldest person and he, you know, it's kind of like looking around. I may only be like twenty five. I don't I don't see. Uh, Mister Smokey said that uh, the, the the people here, you know, could have been from Ingram, but I don't. I mean, these are all young people. This looks like it's been here for a while. I'm like he's still like looking around and like oh at the structure and. Uh, you know, everything that's kind of built up here. Yeah. So she's like, Smokey, get out. They're going to kill you. You're too old. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not going to kill him, are they? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's Logan's <laughs> run. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Reminds me of an old movie from back in the days that, that my ancestors would tell me. <laughs> so Smokey will be a bit distracted. So this will be part of my butt. Um, and he'll say, hey, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. It's rough out here, right? So uh, only the strong survive. So I don't think it would be too surprising that there's a lot of younger people in the scrub. And then just Smokey's like going over in his head because obviously they went on a run. They're here now. The reason they're here in this place is because, you know, he flashed the coin. And then, you know, he's he, – he, I'm trying to play this as, okay, we were sent out on a mission, right? Now we're getting pulled somewhere else. You know, 
what the hell are we supposed to be doing? Make sure I don't get we don't get pulled away because I it, this is our first official run, right? The three of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. Well, if we're runners, we want to make sure we do a run. Let's not get completely sidetracked. And you know, what the hell were we supposed to be doing? You know, how far do we go before we've got to you know make it back? That kind of thing. So that's all kind of going through his head right now. So he's a bit distracted. But he's trying, and he's you know he's trying to make sure Zuchi and Huxley are all right. But he's you know he's got this rolling around in his head. Make sure we get back. We are supposed to be doing something. Whatever else we can get on top of that's gravy. But also you know we want to make sure our first run's successful. So right. I think Huxley takes his helmet off. Sure. Right, like he he checks the Geiger counter. He looks down, and checks the Geiger counter, and if it's you know th- these people are all walking around and they live here and they look healthy. They're not irradiated, right? I don't see any right. sores or anything like that. Um, I like. I think he looks at the other two and then just kind of like pops the seals and take takes yeah, the helmet off. The the person that came in with us, are they still have their full runner suit on? And then there was no. Obviously she's up- still wearing the suit itself, but she had okay. popped the helmet off almost as soon as she came in. Okay, and then the other person came out. Obviously, wasn't in a suit or anything. Correct. Yep. Okay. So if Huxley does that, you know, Smokey's not going to scream at him to stop or anything. You know, obviously the other people <laughs> had um had done that already, or you know, they were there without it. So, right, yeah. I'll check to make sure Huxley's eyes aren't bulging out, and then I'll take mine off. <laughs> <laughs> Total recall style. Right. Uh, I think he throws it under his under his arm, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Hi." <laughs> My, my name's Huxley. Yeah. Is it any quieter where we're at now? Not really. Okay. So, but uh, but you see, she kind of she she turns back to look at you to, and then she like double takes, <laughs> and she she has this weird, curious look on her face, and she waves at you, and then you know points at herself and makes a sign with her index and thumb kind of making an L that then like taps onto a fist on the other hand. So kind of like this, uh, kind of like, so like an L yeah, yeah. and then like that. Oh, that way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like fist up L on top. I think she's flirting with you, Huxley. <laughs> I can't hear you because I put my helmet on. Right. <laughs> he, he looks at her and then kind of like side eye over at Smokey and and just kind of yeah. shrugs. Is it la- <laughs> is it is it loud enough that we need hearing protection here? Like if he takes his helmet off, he's just like bang, 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 yeah. bang. Like he would put it. Yeah, it's on. yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's well, like. Yeah, sorry, Huck's already had a problem already with it on, so I would uh, assume it would be even worse to get it would go right back on it. Right? Yeah, so I mean, once you take the helmet off and like you try to talk, and it's almost like your eyes like start to vibrate like from yeah, the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, then, then he's like, you know, he's starting to take it off and he's like, hi, and he's like, oh shit. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And at that point, she just kind of rolls her eyes at you and then does like an exasperated come on and points up a, like a, a flight of stairs to a door. And she like goes like makes a big circle. So like all of us 
and then points back at the door. Yeah, he probably just shrugs and follows. Yeah, so once he puts his helmet back on, Smokey puts his back on and turns on the comms and go, okay, obviously, other than the sound, I guess it's an all right environment, but let's let's see where she's taking us. Maybe uh, it'll be quieter or we'll get something to protect our ears and, you know, just follow, you know, wave everybody and just follow her. Boy, I hope so. It's That's really loud. I didn't, I didn't realize it was so loud because I turned my speakers off. Yeah, you aren't kidding. It is really loud. Hopefully, uh, she seemed to give us the side eye. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing they don't all live under with this sound constantly. So let's see. Let's see if they can help us out. All right. So, yeah, she uh, she walks you up kind of a, a, a switch back of stairs. So there's a couple of little flights and then uh, she gets to a door. Looks like a normal door kind of built into the side of a like an elevated apartment almost. No windows or anything like that, though, because, you know, you're probably too afraid unless it's like a nice thick plexiglass that the shaking of the, the vibrations of everything going around might shatter the glass. So she leads you up, opens up the door and kind of does like a a grand bow to uh, to have you go in before her. So, so obviously Smokey's going to walk in and he'll give like a. He won't give a completely exaggerated bow, but he'll give, you know, a little bit of a joking, you know, bow back and walk in. When we were saying, you know, the the way this was all built up, obviously this is under the bridge. So this is definitely something that looks like it was that they did themselves, right? This isn't like the the tramway that we went on. It, it wasn't like an existing place that then they took over. It looks like it was. No, built no, this suit. definitely looks, it looks, it's built up over time. Yeah, um, but it's not a... Not- yeah. And an old, old, old thing that they've just taken over. They've correct. Okay. Got yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give her a bow and then walk in and look around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you walk in. Um, and real quick, as the as the three of you kind of begin to walk in, Zuchi, uh, over kind of the the drone and pounding of the of the machinery and everything, and and the re- the repetition of the engines. Um, you hear something that you haven't heard for the last few moments ever since you've come in. You hear a couple of voices. Um, they're a little bit off in the distance, probably about 40 or so feet away, but you know, they're yelling at each other in order to hear in order to hear each other over the over the cacophony going on. And they're just saying, uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be a few minutes. Uh, and uh, yeah, we should we should leave before, uh, you know, beforehand so we can, uh, you know, so we can get it and uh, and kind of catch everything off guard. And they're just like, all right, sure, fine. And uh, you can uh, actually real quick. Give me an awareness. OK, and that's Vita great. Four. That's brains, right? Yes. Okay. Either uh, brains or psyche, depending on which. Yep, sounds good. I got a six. Six. Nice. So yeah, you can actually spot not only spot the direction and the general location that these two guys are are in, and now is that in the room that we just came into, or the where we were coming from? No. So they're um pretty much on the same level as you. Just in like 
like a like a few doors down from where you are. They're just kind of hanging out on the um on the walkway, like the basically the same walkway that you're on, just like four or five doors down from you. Okay. I think the and then would be like, are they actually surprising us? Because I don't like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you, they do look like a couple of runners. And I'll say they look to have very similar suits in terms of make and model to what you're wearing. <clears throat> However... You don't recognize these two guys. So I. Oh, if you go uh, ahead. They they seem to have um, a a similar color pattern to their armor. It's almost like a uh, like a spray painted gunmetal gray with very distinct blue striping on the back and arms. Okay. So I get on the comm and I'm like. I don't know if I'm reading this right, but I just saw. Uh, did they have their helmets on, or did they have them? They off? didn't. No, that's that's mostly how you were able to hear them because they were yelling okay. to each yep. other. And there are yep. two two gentlemen. Yep. Okay. I was over, able to overhear a couple of gentlemen that had suits very close to ours, and I don't recognize them at all. And they said that they were going to surprise somebody. I think that somebody might be us. <laughs> so you overheard, you didn't see them, right? So it wasn't like they were staring at us when we were walking by. No, no. they didn't seem to notice you. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe they snuck in. Maybe they're going to try to do something here. Did the people do that? Well, we don't really know who they are and what they really do. We're just kind of being shuffled into this room so i think we need to be on high alert i think huxley looks a little panicked um so if if, if smoky sees huxley do that um well obviously there's some kind of connection here um if they were gonna do something to us they would have just did it before they let us in for us to see other stuff so i think we're right for the minute but just be alert to if you notice anything a bit squirrely, let us know, let you know, let the two of us know. But I'm not saying I have a good feeling about this, but if 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 there was a bad feeling about it, I don't think we would have made it this far. If they were if they were trying to keep something secret, they wouldn't have let us in. So um, oh, may, I'm a bit maybe they maybe they want maybe they want to just take our stuff and get rid of the bodies within their vicinity. Well, I was trying to be positive for Huxley here, but then you went down the other way. Um, <laughs> um, well, they wouldn't do that, would they? Well, Smokey, sometimes people got to grow up the hard way. <laughs> so, you know, part of <laughs> so part of Smokey's thing is, you know, making sure he keeps an eye on, you know, his teammates and stuff. So he'll just mm-hmm. say, that, that listen to Zucci, he's just trying to spook you. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Should should we tell her that they're here? Maybe they don't know. Uh, oh, tell tell her we're walking in. Um, let's let's see where she's taking us. I'm guessing she probably knows if they're here because I don't. I haven't seen anywhere where anybody could sneak in yet. And if they were sneaking in, they wouldn't be shouting to each other. I think I think whatever Zucci heard probably doesn't have anything to do with us. So famous. And last uh, words. and at that moment. <laughs> 
Hux <laughs> they come actually up and hears us. like a knocking on his helmet. <laughs> Who <laughs> does? Huxley. Huxley. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, he he jumps and like spins. <laughs> he jumps out of his suit. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, the girl's basically just standing there, arms crossed. And she looks at you and is like, "Come on, <laughs> yeah, let's get going." I think we've stopped. We stopped quite a few times in a way. I don't want to get it too mad at us. So yeah, you realize like Huxley is stopped in the doorway, and the two, <laughs> the other two of you are just on the platform on the outside. He he uh, he kind of looks sheepishly at her, and uh, you know he 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 goes in, but like he sidles off to the side, like he doesn't feel like he doesn't have like a whole lot of situational awareness but like if if somebody's coming in like i don't know like i'm gonna do something <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like back against the wall you know what i mean like right yeah yeah all right so yeah as uh you know she kind of leads you leads you in and around and the as the three of you come in it kind of goes in and then takes a quick bend to the left and at that point, it opens up a little bit more into basically like a small studio apartment. And there's like a little futon that has some some bedding hastily thrown on it, uh, a little bit of a table, a fridge, you know, a doorway that you can probably guess goes into a bedroom, uh, into a bathroom, a uh, few other little pieces of furniture here and there, but all really not too much it's a, an incredibly minimalistic lifestyle either by you know by personal preference or you know she's forced to live this way one thing as soon as you turn the corner though you see she does have this armchair in the uh in the opposite corner of the room and sitting in it is a rather large man fairly well built uh looks like he works out a little bit Half his head, totally shaved. He has a cigar in his mouth. And uh, the other kind of quarter lower part of his face seems to be missing. And he's just kind of sitting in the chair. Top half of his suit off and sitting on the floor next to him. He's still wearing the bottom leggings part. And he has a 50 cal rifle, kind of like a, like a, like a Barrett rifle, sitting leaning against the wall right next to him. I've shot one of those. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, he uh, immediately like brow furrows when he sees the three of you and he begins to sign frantically at her. And I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Huxley just says, how, how does he smoke the cigar? And he kind of like moves his hand up kind of like by his head. Cause like, <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, you even see like as he's as he's signing, he's like breathing kind of heavy, and he has so he has the cigar out the side of his mouth, and there's actually smoke like kind of coming out (laughs) the other side of his mouth a little bit. He He was like the the Beetlejuice, the agent, the smoke coming out. Yeah, right. (laughs) And um, she just makes like a like like cut across the throat gesture. And says, "All right, come on now, dog. We can at least show our guests a little bit of respect." Okay. Do we hear that? Oh yeah, she talks out loud at that point. Okay. So I'm gonna Smokey's gonna take his helmet off. 
Uh, he's going to grab his smokes and his pull out a Zippo lighter and says, uh, "I'm assuming this is a this is a, a smoking area, so he'll you know he'll 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 light up his cigarette and um and you know start smoking and look at and you know, he'll just say, "Is dog? Is it? Uh, you seem to be a bit uh, a bit antsy. Uh, we were just walking through on a run, so nothing to get all excited about." And he'll kind of just you know, kind of. Trying to, He's yeah. trying to look back okay. just to make sure Huxley's not bouncing up and down or anything. <laughs> he's, he's fidgety. His leg is bouncing. <laughs> like you can see him moving. And yeah, dog just shoots you a glare. Okay. Like he, <laughs> she went further with that. Yep. He, <laughs> he doesn't, he barely moves. Um, you can see him kind of tap his fingers a little bit on the side of the, of the chair he's sitting in, but he just kind of glares at you. And uh, yeah, the girl says, "Oh, uh, he don't speak all that much, but uh, I think that's sometimes for the better. The better for us, or the better for you? I think better for uh, the people around him, and probably for the best of his health. If he was able to talk to most of the people here, I think he'd probably get well. He'd have to beat up a lot more people than he usually does." <laughs> Smokey will smile and. Does so, it, I mean, is it apparent that they're talking? I'll I'll flip my speakers back on if it's not loud in here. Then I'll take my helmet off. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. You know, you can see. You know, Smokey's taking his helmet off, and he's very clearly talking. Her mouth is moving. She's probably talking. So okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll take my helmet okay. off. In, so the, and the, at this point too, she's actually taken her her earplugs out as well. Okay. So when Zuchi told us he saw the other, or he heard the voices and saw the the other two people, they had kind of suits like ours. I guess we would have noticed if she had a suit like ours, right? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. No, no. Hers seems, you know, completely different model, much older than yours. Even though yours goes back, you know, yeah. yours are hand-me-downs and hand-me-downs and hand-me-downs and hand-me-downs. But hers seems to be even older than yours and very uh, not, I mean, well taken care of as much as it can be. Uh, you know, it's like trying to take care of uh, a Model T with uh, like my first toolbox set. So, and what about his part of his suit, whatever he's wearing on the bottom, right? Yeah. His as well seems it seems to be a little bit more upkept than hers, but still um, very old tech. Okay, so his Smokey's, his gun seems to be newer than his. Yeah. <laughs> so Smokey's gonna say because obviously this this guy got a bit antsy or you know he got a bit disturbed and say, well you've got three of us in here, and I think we noticed uh, a couple other. Uh, a couple other people in here that uh, kind of looked a bit like us, but not totally. So is there an issue with that or is there an issue with us? And she kind of looks at you and uh, I, I, I really don't know. We don't we don't got not much of an issue. He just particularly doesn't like me hanging around other people. He's a little protective, a little bit of a watchdog, you could say. So it's uh, your problem, not a me problem then. Oh, yeah, you don't got nothing to worry about. I mean, and she looks back over her dog and it's like, I mean, for the most part. 
I, I think Huxley just bur- blurts out like, "What happened to his, his face? <laughs> that is it. I, I might be able to. Do you guys have any? I mean, we have some. Med- I don't think I have anything for that. Suzuchi actually like holds a hand in front of Huxley and, and is like, "Kid, <laughs> you don't say stuff like that out loud." I, but it just, uh, no, smoke- no, no, no. He that's something that happened with him. That's his business, not yours. You cannot fix it. It's rough. But out I might here. be able to fix it. I, I no, don't know. no, I mean- you cannot. <laughs> Believe me, even if you wanted to and you could, you cannot. And he and he actually like was gonna keep his helmet on, but he actually takes it off and like gives him a stare, like shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna make a roll. <laughs> To see if he... All right, I, I get it. I got two sixes. I, 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 I think I'm putting your foot down. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then Smokey will kind of look around now that Zuchi's taking his helmet off and start talking. So I'll say, um, so I guess uh, I guess introductions are in order. Do you want us to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, at that point, actually, uh, Dog will get up out of the chair. And he signs something really quick to the girl as he walks past Hux and the rest of you. And he kind of bumps Huxley a little bit as he walks by. Dude's probably a good six inches taller than you. Probably outweighs you by about 100 pounds. (laughs) He like glares out of the corner of his eyes. He walks by. And then he trailing out of the hole. Exactly. (laughs) Out of the other side of his mouth. And uh, and she goes, um, well, uh, that there's dog. Uh, I'm Lily. And uh, yeah, who might y'all be? And then you hear the slam of the door <laughs> as the guy leaves out. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.